Here's our latest edition of Spy Movie News with the latest updates on Mission Impossible 7, Red Notice, Five Eyes, Tenet, The Duke, No Time to Die, and some Idris Elba and Spy Industry News. Hi, this is Dan Silvestri of SpyMovieNavigator.com with another special edition of Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Let's get to it. All right, here's some Mission Impossible 7 news. We know that Tom Cruise has been in England on some rented land practicing stunts for the movie Mission Impossible 7. In CinemaBlend.com article, Christopher McQuarrie, the director, says filming has started up again and released a photo that shows a huge ramp that will be used for a stunt with a motorcycle launching off this ramp probably 600 feet in the air. It's something to see if you haven't seen it yet. But look for the September 6, 2020 article, CinemaBlend.com, called Mission Impossible 7, Director Christopher McQuarrie announces start of filming with breathtaking photo. According to independent.uk.co, Mission Impossible is filming in Norway and Tom Cruise rented a 500,000 pound cruise liner. That's about 645,000 US dollars. And this is for the crew of the stars so as to prevent further delays and to protect them from COVID. So, I mean, this is clever, expensive, but clever. Bravo, Tom Cruise. You are Top Gun. Here's Red Notice news from Netflix. In March, shooting was postponed because of the COVID pandemic. In August, they announced the shooting would start back up in mid-September. So here we are. And according to CinemaBlend.com, it looks like they are back on the set and being vigilant about making sure that anyone arriving back on the sets for filming is COVID-free through testing and so on. No other details were available, but Ryan Reynolds posted pics of him taking the COVID test and said it was easy. Good to hear Hollywood is being careful. And speaking of Netflix, they're investing $200 million, according to TheVerge.com, on a movie based on Mark Greeney's The Gray Man series of books. The movie will be about a former CIA agent who was an assassin, also called The Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. And Chris Evans would be the CIA agent who's on the hunt for the gray man. Netflix hopes to build a franchise out of this first movie. We don't know much else about the movie other than what was reported, but sounds a little like Bourne, doesn't it? Hey, no release date yet. Production should start next year. Check TheVerge.com for all the details. Here's something on the movie Five Eyes. From Deadline.com, we hear that German Major Leonine has won rights to recently announce Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie's spy thriller, Five Eyes, marking the first major deal to go down during Toronto's virtual market. According to the article, in this spy thriller, Statham will play an MI6 Guns and Steel agent recruited by Global Intelligence Alliance Five Eyes to track and stop the sale of a deadly weapon that threatens to disrupt the world order. Paired with a high-tech CIA expert, he sets off on a globe-trotting mission to infiltrate a billionaire arms broker. Principal photography is due to start in October 2020 in Europe. Additional casting is underway. In a related article in Collider.com, they say that Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie are teaming up again for Five Eyes. They say Statham's character, the recruited MI6 agent, will be named Orson Fortune, was paired with CIA agent Sarah Fidel. This is the fifth time Statham and Ritchie are working together. And the article says, hey, this is an appropriate title then. 
five eyes. Oh, wait, there are two of them. Shouldn't the title be 10 eyes? <laughs> okay, all right, here we go. Wife of a Spy Review. Yahoo has a review of the Kiyoshi Kurosawa movie, Wife of a Spy, which premiered at the Venice International Film Festival. The review makes it unclear if the movie is really a spy movie, but there are bioweapons, smuggled reels of surveillance footage, and forged letters. The author appeared to not want to give away the film, which, of course, hey, that's a good idea. This movie is seeking U.S. distribution. Hey, let's get an update on Tenet from Europe and the U.S. And will this have an impact on No Time to Die's release? HollywoodReporter.com reports that while the domestic box office launch for Warner Brothers, Tenet has widely been described as tepid, one analyst said he sees it as a good sign. We actually view the results as encouraging and a positive indicator of demand given all of the COVID-19 headwinds. That's what B. Riley analyst Eric Wald wrote in a Monday report. The analyst echoed Warner Brothers' argument that it was a promising sign that Tenet this weekend dropped just 29% from the $9.4 million earned during the September 4th through the 6th weekend, even though that isn't an apples-to-apples comparison since the film rolled over over the long Labor Day weekend and is now playing in 100 more theaters. According to Deadline.com, one of the offshoots of the release of Tenet has Warner Brothers, who has both Tenet and Wonder Woman 1984, pushing Wonder Woman 1984 to a Christmas release. Part of the speculation is that its early October release might have competed with what Warner Brothers hopes will be an early October reopening of theaters in New York and Los Angeles. Warner Brothers will release Tenet in those cities if they do open up and didn't want to have Wonder Woman 1984 compete with it. In addition, 30% of the nation's theater space in the U.S. is still closed down due to the pandemic. If Tenet doesn't open in New York and L.A., Warner Brothers might not want to open another blockbuster to only 70% of the U.S. market. In addition, a spot opened up once the movie Top Gun Maverick had its release pushed to July 2021. So what does this portend for the November 6th and 20th release in the U.S. of Black Widow and No Time to Die, respectively? Well, in terms of for No Time to Die, in an article on express.co.uk, they're wondering about the release date. In a compelling statement, they suggest that, one, Wonder Woman 1984 has moved from its October 2nd release to Christmas Day release. And MGM's Candyman has been delayed indefinitely from the same month to 2021 sometime. And the same studio, MGM, has the movie No Time to Die, which is internationally distributed by Universal Pictures. So what does this mean? Read their article for more info, but it does make one wonder. And they point out we should take another look at the most recent movie poster release for No Time to Die. Anything about the date pop out? Check out their article, again, express.co.uk. Here's some Idris Elba news. A spy, but not Bond. MovieWeb.com has an article on an upcoming espionage movie starring Idris Elba. Yeah, the movie is untitled, but will release on Apple TV+. Plus. So, it isn't James Bond, but Elba will have another spy movie leading role. 
Not much else has been said about the movie, other than it's being called a spy movie with romance and is set in Africa. Let's hope it's not a romance movie like John Woo called Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> Let's hope it's a better movie than Mission Impossible 2. James Bond, Life After No Time to Die. While DigitalSpy.com has an article quoting Crazy Rich Asian star Henry Golding saying that the next James Bond movie is an opportunity for change. Be it female, male, bi, gay, straight, trans, Asian, black, Latina. He ducks the question on if he's been approached for the role. Okay. The Duke. We'll end with a story about a movie that isn't technically a spy movie, but the story it tells had a slight influence on the first James Bond movie, Dr. No. In our podcast on Dr. No, we talked about how Ian Productions brought a bit of the real world into the movie. In one scene when James Bond is in Dr. No's lair, he passes a portrait of the Duke of Wellington by Goya. He stops and takes a quick look. That portrait in real life had been stolen from the National Gallery in London prior to the filming of the movie, so Eon added that touch of reality. Well, at the Venice Film Festival, the movie The Duke, starring Helen Mirren, Matthew Good, and Jim Broadbent, was shown. The topic of that movie, the theft of the Duke of Wellington. The movie has an expected UK release in 2021. All right, that's a wrap for our September 15th, 2020 Spy Movie News. This is Dan Silvestri of SpyMovieNavigator.com. Keep joining us on Cracking the Code of Spy Movies for all the fun stuff about spy movies. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Tell your friends about us.